you see the consistency two weeks in a row hey man welcome to back to small talk the ch- oh blah, 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 blah. welcome back to small talk the podcast where we discuss the latest trends and topics all over social media it's your host Fry, and the day i'm recording this it's november 7th on a sunday so y'all probably gonna be listening to this on a monday morning hopefully again at 9 9 a.m if i could edit this and get this out on time but definitely shout out to all the people that were on the, that listened to the last episode and shout out to all the new people that are listening if you are if you are new definitely follow the podcast subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you are using make sure to rate it the highest rating possible and yeah i hope everybody's week has been good you know happy daylight savings time um i'm pretty sure i said happy halloween last podcast because i pretty sure i made that last episode on halloween right yeah but yeah um it's been it's been a long week per se and now that's the first day of daylight savings time i feel like the day got longer or shorter i don't know like i woke up this morning i woke up like around seven this morning and then I looked at the clock i was like wait it's only seven i feel like mad a week but i realized we went an hour back and shit and i was like what the fuck like what that shit that shit was always confusing to me it was mad weird but you know today we got a lot of topics on the podcast man a lot of topics i had to break it up to quick little stories and main stories bro like there's too much to go about um first i want to start off with the travis scott concert you know if you don't know, um, Travis Scott had his Astro World Fest. I believe that was Friday, Friday, Saturday. It was Friday. It was Friday because I heard about the dudes on Saturday. So yeah, it was Friday, Friday night, and apparently a lot of people were drugged up, dehydrated, alcohol poisoning, and whatnot. And like eight people died, and like forty other people had to go to the hospital. But like there is. From the videos there was so many people there so we don't even know the exact number but all i gotta say is just prayers out to all those who were affected by that and if you were there bro i hope you're okay you know i hope you're feeling good you know just just take care of yourself because i know that can be a traumatic experience because there was people dropping videos on twitter and i was watching them they were like bro it's like it was like being in a concert it was like hell in there i was like damn like people were dehydrating people were passing out people were stomping over each other i was like yo like bro it's just a concert it's just travis scott it doesn't have to be that serious at the end of the day it really doesn't like i don't i'll never go to a concert drugged up or drunk and try to jump in a mosh pit with like no water and stuff like when i go to a concert i'm trying to have fun but at the same time i know i know i gotta like chill at the same time you know what i'm saying like Bro, I'm here just to listen to one of my favorite artists and just call it a day. Like, um, when I went to the Isaiah Rashad concert with two of my boys back in September in Boston. And, bro, before before you even started the concert, he was just like, yo, like, before I start the concert, I know music is lit, whatever, whatever. But, yo, make sure y'all are chilling. Make sure y'all are safe. Like, don't be pushing no women, especially. Don't be doing no dumb shit. And I respected that. I mean, even though I was on the balcony, I respected it. Because it was just like, yo, like, niggas be acting wild. And when I say niggas, I mean white people. White people be acting wild in mosh pits for no reason. Like, white people start fighting in mosh pits. 
and that's considered fun like when black people are in mosh pits like we're jumping with each other like you know we turning up whatever whatever but white people in mosh pits are like you think it's like goddamn sparta in there like trying to kill each other every time like yo chill out it's just it's just travis bro it's just a, it's just an artist man like yeah I, f- I fuck with the music the music's pretty lit yeah it makes you want to jump up and down but like bro you you gotta chill all right you just gotta chill it's cool man so yeah definitely um prayers out to all those who are affected by that situation man it's it's ridiculous it's ridiculous but um i definitely want to get through these these small quick little topics so apparently the new call of duty came out and i haven't heard shit about it no crazy hype video for it yeah no one no one's really talking about it i usually see with me and call of duty I'm, i'm a call of duty guy but like i'm not an obsessive call of duty guy if you know what i mean like i play it casually so like when i bought cold war and stuff like that i I played it you know i had some friends you know we played it a couple times you know we played the zombies that was pretty fun and then after that bro i haven't touched that game in like what three months now like if call of duty is just one of those games like when it first comes out like everybody's playing it up all the way until about february and then once it hit march it's like bro like what 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 are we playing on call of duty like it's it's the same thing it's the same thing every year i mean warzone did help it a lot during those times and especially during the, uh the pandemic quarantine man oh my god you should have been on warzone bro before all these like hackers came out but yeah man like call new card came out i don't know if i'm gonna buy it probably won't probably wait until maybe black friday see if it comes out cheaper than what it really is but i i don't see myself buying that shit bro i still gotta buy fifa i gotta buy the new demon slayer game and bro there's a harry potter game coming out next year i gotta save for that there's god of war coming out next year i gotta save for that um fuck whatever else is coming out next year i gotta save for that like bro cod won't be on my list anytime soon that's just me though but uh moving on uh i don't know if you guys saw the britney runner and academics interview just my quick thoughts on that bro like honestly britney runner and pj washington to me they're just both idiots at this point britney runner is like she glorifies herself as a scammer and pj washington wife the side chick well tried to wife a side chick but he got finessed and then you want me to feel bad for him i mean in his perspective the only time i feel bad for him is when she was like he was like on twitter like bro i just want to see my child type stuff so i i'm i'm okay with that i'm okay with feeling bad for him on there but the fact that you had a child with her nah bro you're you're actually an idiot for that and the fact that she's over here trying to act like she didn't do anything wrong like bro you are responsible too you're an idiot you're over here calling athletes dumb and you know it's always easy to scam athletes and get like 40k off of them like she said how she wrote a whole book about how she was effing athletes like yo and i mean in pj's i guess in pj's defense when you're a big uh college basketball player i'm pretty sure that's the the only thing you're thinking about right now is trying to get to the league not to say he wasn't on social media but i could see how not paying attention to her it it makes sense in my head not paying attention to her could like hinder the fact that he didn't know really much about her but at the same time come on bro like come on you you don't wife an ig model that's just that's just what it is i don't think you do but speaking of basketball 
I don't know if you guys also heard about Robert Sarver, the general general owner of the Phoenix Suns, I think, or like the governor of the Phoenix Suns, something like that, bro. So apparently, like he's been in a bunch of like racist, misogynistic incidents, and apparently the NBA did a whole interview. Uh, process with like 700 people that played or worked for the phoenix suns the stories that came out bro i had like two stories <laughs> i got like two stories bro this man this first story bro this man had tried to get strippers so a free agent could sign to the team so the backstory right so 20 let's go back 2015 lamarcus aldridge power forward for the for the portland trailblazers was a free agent one of the biggest free agents in the market at the time so he had a lot of offers he had like dallas he had like the spurs the lakers um uh and the suns i i guess the suns too right so apparently this man robert sarver's plan to get lamarcus to stay right so lamarcus is originally from the texas area i think he's actually from san antonio correct me if i'm if i'm wrong and he had i don't think he's married but he has kids with um his baby mama or, or maybe it was his wife i don't know i don't really follow him like that so the plan was for this guy was to get two strippers and have him impregnate one of them so that since he loves kids so much since he loves his kids like he would have to be obligated to stay in phoenix and sign with the son since he has a kid out there and honestly, if you don't find that fucking wild <laughs> of a story, I don't know what to tell you, bro. Because, yo, what the fuck? Like, imagine, like, that's how people be thinking. Like, yo, let me just put these two strippers on him. He gets some pregnant real quick. He falls in love, whatever, whatever. Doesn't matter. I get my bag. The only people that win in that situation are the strippers because they get child support from his max contract. And who knows? This is my this is just my little theory who knows if he had those two strippers do that and then he gets a cut of whatever he pays them he, he of whatever lamarcus pays them for child support he gets he gets a cut of that money and it's like bro that money that you made him sign on the max contract it just comes back to you maybe not a large sum but it comes back to you in some way that's fucking wild bro that's crazy and i forgot the other incident there's another incident of oh oh yes 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 this other incident right so i guess the warriors were in town the golden state warriors right and this player named draymond green you know was playing and he was running up the court he was like he was saying the n-word whatever right he's black he's black he's dark he's a dark-skinned man so you know it is what it is and if you play basketball you know it's gonna come out sometimes especially if you were dark-skinned black man it just happens right and he and then after the game this man robert sarver who's a white guy by the way all 70 year old white man is over here saying well if he can say it why can't i say it and then he started saying it i'm like and then um one of the one of his like assistants who's black he was like hey yo like you're not allowed to say it and he was like he was like, nah, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Like, and he kept saying it. And it's just like, yo, like, what, what the fuck is wrong with you? And at that moment, I'm like, yo, why did nobody say shit then? Unless this happened recently. 
like I I get it. He's he's he has high power in the organization, but I'm surprised somebody didn't say something about it then, especially since the whole league went through that um Donald Sterling incident. I don't know, but like there's there's definitely more uh to this situation. I just wanted to share those two stories because I thought they were hilarious, and they need to pack them up and get them the fuck out of here because there's, there ain't no way. There ain't no way this is another Donald Sterling situation. Honestly, as the stories come out, this might be worse than a Donald Sterling situation. Because at least Donald Sterling, it was just like a racist incident. This man, this man, like, bro, was two strippers and he was saying the N-word. Bro, I, I can't imagine, like, what other stories there are out there and who else got to say something about this man because, jeez, <laughs> yo, that's wild. But um, on to the last quick little story. Um, my favorite artist, my favorite rapper, artist of all time, Jay-Z, made it to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And uh, later later this week, he had, oh, last week, later last week, he had um, a video with this little 11-year-old girl who was bold and brave and has a lot of confidence, by the way. Shout out to her because, bro. To build the confidence as an 11 year old to walk up to like one of the biggest celebrities in the world one of the biggest celebrities of all time if we're being honest take out you want that but right she walks up to him and she's like hey you know jay-z what's the tips for success like you know for kids like me this man <laughs> yo any of y'all taking a dinner with jay-z y'all about to get fucking scammed bro because this man just said <laughs> believe in yourself um put in the work basically and believe in yourself again like you gotta believe in yourself and those were three tips for success if you take if you take the dinner with jay-z over to 500k you're a fucking idiot i just hope you know that because that's pretty much what he would tell you at the damn dinner table you don't have a business plan you don't have nothing going forward you're just gonna sit there and let him tell you about how much he believed in himself just to get to where he was which is granted it's all true like come on man this man is a multiple grammy nominated multiple grammy winner he has awards on top of awards businesses on top of businesses and the only thing he could tell you is just believe in yourself <laughs> god damn that sucks <laughs> all right bro but those are my quick little little stories of the week those trending uh let's move on to the main stories of the shit that i found on twitter this past week let's start off with um so we all know it's uh november november now and you know thanksgiving's coming up but at the same time, there are people out there who are celebrating Christmas instead of Thanksgiving. Or at least they're celebrating, like, they're getting ready for Christmas early. So, like, right after Halloween rocked, right after October 31st, November 1st comes in, boom. Christmas trees out, candy canes, uh, Santa hat, all that, etc. And I find it weird that people are really out here slandering thanksgiving but at least okay I, I understand if you slander thanksgiving if if you know you don't like the meaning behind thanksgiving like the whole pilgrims and the you know the natives like enjoying dinner with each other but we all know you know you already know what type of time in the pilgrims are on there you know they wipe them all out and squancho and all them pocahontas and all them but like you know i i get that i get that but i, I like thanksgiving thanksgiving is my favorite holiday because honestly when it comes to Thanksgiving, 
the food is fire and i feel like i don't know if it, i don't know if it's just me right i feel like on thanksgiving when it's like all my family like my mom my dad my sister my uncles aunts cousins everybody everybody's just in one living room i feel like all the tea from like the past year it's just on the table like they'll be like yo remember that remember that um that girl that used to be around and she had that um she had that boyfriend right that boyfriend was like a drug dealer he'd been to jail like two times i'm like hey yo I, I, I thought the, i thought the man was just you know chilling he was like nah that, that man been to jail two times i was like damn like what did he do and then they just start spilling everything like the family drama and you know we all just laughing enjoying ourselves we watching football and shit the food smacks like <laughs> come on and then there's black friday right after i'm definitely going black friday shopping this year for sure but and it's just like bro it's thanksgiving is really just a vibe like christmas is different because my mom's birthday is on christmas so you know it's really her celebration like i still get my i still get like my little presents but like it's really about my mom's birthday so so it's, it's not like i don't have fun on christmas by saying it's my mom's birthday but at the same time it's like okay i have fun on christmas you know when i get my presents whatever but like after it's just like okay mom's birthday cake um her presence you know the day's about her right at the same time I'm watching basketball because who misses nba on christmas if you do you're a weirdo straight up because those are the best bro game of the year potentials are always on christmas that's a fact you can't debate that shit but yeah man um thanksgiving thanksgiving is cool man i, lo I love thanksgiving but i don't know why people always try to slander it it's it's not a bad holiday unless you hate your family i mean i i get if you hate your family but like i don't hate my family my family cool they be annoying but they cool i like i, I don't i want to like hate my family yeah, there's definitely some conversation i don't want to have on thanksgiving yeah there's definitely pros and cons to it i don't want to talk about you know uh what's going on at school what's going on at work like man i don't want to talk about that right now what's going on like you know how how's life doing you and just everything and those awkward conversations i don't want to have that i just want to enjoy myself and you know talk about the food or something or just like what's going on on the football shit like that that's that's just me though but i i get it though i, I get it why people don't like thanksgiving but I, the slander is just too much at, the, at that point and christmas is cool but like can we just wait on it I, I feel like there should be a certain day like before we before we sell it start like trying to prepare for christmas i don't mind you preparing for it early but there should be like a day like literally right after halloween you want to pull out your christmas tree like i feel like you bugging at that point that's just me though but hey i mean the more the, the better for uh those people i guess right but uh christmas bro you know you know something though i tweeted it mariah carey man she's definitely getting paid on the on november 1st bro she's been getting paid she gets paid on november 1st all the way to december 27th maybe 28th just for that one song all i want for christmas is you yo and she had a she had a trailer on her twitter page and there was mad retweets mad likes like she was like smashing a pumpkin with the candy cane and she was like wearing this like santa mrs claus lingerie type thing i don't know and she was just smashing fucking pumpkins and shit 
and she out here like oh are you ready for like christmas and shit like yo she got mad retweets i'm like bro she about to get paid this christmas bro she's about to get fucking paid bro she could really she could pay my student loans right now and she wouldn't even like miss like she wouldn't be in missing no money like it wouldn't even put a dent in her money right now she could blow her whole money for the whole year once november first hits she's getting it she's getting it all back easily and bro that's just wild to me yo like yo she she's blessed bro she's blessed for that i'm not gonna lie but again man just don't don't slander thanksgiving thanksgiving's a good time i love christmas too it's a great time new year's i gotta think about what i gotta do for new year's now that i live closer to new york i might have to go to new york for new year's not gonna lie but i mean i would i would stay in philly for new year's right would that be a good idea like you know go to north philly nah you probably get shot right for some dumb shit i don't know <laughs> i don't know i'm just thinking i was just thinking about it but <laughs> moving on i found a theory about kanye west's albums because kanye kanye was in the has been in the news for the past like week or two and he was on the drink champions podcast and he had a lot to say about certain people and whatever so you know i was scrolling around scrolling around um tiktok and then this tiktok popped up about kanye's seven stages of grief in his albums so i went deeper i was like oh this is interesting so i went to, i went to write it i went to write it and said so this is what the theory says right and is the seven stages of grief theory true after donda's death kanye's albums have each represented one stage of grief so donda his mother died uh, i believe after late registration dropped sometime between sometime between there that's i'm pretty sure that's when his mom passed and he's saying every album since then has shown a stage of grief and honestly the the theory i'm about to read you it's bro it makes sense especially when you like look back at his music and and like look at the songs he's written it makes a lot of fucking sense so the first one was shock and that's 808s and heartbreaks right so 808s and heartbreaks i think we could all agree this album represents as a whole kanye shock for what happened right so you got paranoid on 808s you got hold on hold on, hold on. let me let me let me look at these albums as i go through the stages right 808s 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 there we go so y'all welcome to heartbreak say you will amazing love lockdown robocop street lights bad news see you in my nightmares coldest winters so like that makes sense maybe it's a little bit of stretch but it starts to make sense right then you have denial and denial represents my beautiful dark twisted fantasy or my beautiful dark twisted fantasy represents denial right and it says here that in this album it's like kanye is just not accepting what happened and acting like it didn't right so my beautiful dark twisted fantasy has dark fantasy gorgeous power all of the lights monster so appalled devil in a new dress runaway hell of a life blame game lost in the world and when i when i see when i see okay denial i mean when you're lost in the world to end the album who will survive in america blame game hell of a life run away it, it makes sense when's denial especially when you run away you're, you're probably denying from something and it's 
Oh, I'm I'm lost that words right now. I'm, <laughs> I've actually lost that words. It's crazy. But moving on, uh, anger equals Jesus. So Jesus is pretty clear to me on how this album would represent anger. It's with its sound and its lyrics. That is so true. Jesus, bro. Jesus has on site, which is a great song, honestly. But it goes hard. New slaves. I am a god. Guilt trip. Send it up. And every song on that album, it's just like the beat goes hard and he's like you could feel the anger in kanye you could feel that you could just feel like he's he's trying to get something out but like he just doesn't know how to save feel me and then bargaining which is number four the fourth stage is the life of pablo and it says that this album is about kanye doing things differently hoping it could change anything okay so the life of pablo has ultralight beam father stretch my hands part two famous feedback highlights freestyle for wolves 30 hours no more parties in la fade saint pablo so like i said differently hope diff doing things differently hoping it could change anything and this is the album where kanye started to like change his sound a bit where people there's people that felt like it was a hit either this album was a hit or it was a miss i mean personally in my belief it was a hit and but it felt like he was actually changing like his style a little bit like people were still like wanting the old kanye back and that's what he did and um i believe i love kanye right that's on this album exactly yep i love kanye and he was like i used to love kanye i used to do this kanye blah 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 so yeah i feel like that makes sense and then his next album was yay and that's depression and this is where i believe yes he was depressed on this album right because why why is the first song is i thought about killing you if bro go listen to the go listen to i thought about killing you by kanye and try to tell me he is not depressed on this album from the from that beginning of the song that first intro song all the way to the last song tell me that man is not depressed because that's a depressing ass album i promise you uh, okay so the sixth stage is testing and that is uh jesus is king and kanye is here trying to find a cure or a solution and that's when he went through the religious phase he tried to find a new light through god and everything so that makes sense and then donda kanye accepts what happened and is moving on and the theory about moved on hence the the name change and i'm thinking yo this album is that's crazy like yo he really switched up he really like went through seven stages but i feel like if he knows that he did that i think kanye is like probably the smartest artist of all time like he really would be the smartest artist of all time because he really expressed those stages of grief throughout his music and like we listened to it but like we didn't you didn't like see it until maybe i talked about it now and you're like wow like reading through the track list probably gonna go back to listen to a couple of his albums and be like yeah like he was definitely going through something at this point and you know he's been mentally ill this whole time and and whatnot and it really stemmed from his mother pass his mother's passing which i mean i'm pretty sure that would happen to anybody right but the way he can express that through his music through seven straight albums hey man that is that is amazing bro that's amazing it's actually beautiful in my opinion it's beautiful man but enough with that theory let's 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 switch the gear a little bit and move on to summer walker man 
I hope my fellas are okay because this album right here, this is something you're gonna be hearing about for the rest of the year. This album right here is gonna be something, bro. If you if you're a guy and you got a woman, I feel bad for you, bro. Not because you know you're with your woman, right? But like the fact that she listens to Summer Walker and you're gonna be hearing this album all the time and she gonna be doing that wall slide down the damn down your damn walls and shit she gonna be crying in the car for no reason she gonna be angry at you for some reason right i feel bad for you bro because you know that shit trash but i can see why like yo if you did not listen to this album bro as a man as a man i think you should listen to this album personally as a woman i know you already listened to this album so i don't even need to talk to y'all but this album right here man this this album was fire this is a 10 for 10 album i wasn't even a fan of summer walker but you know twitter has been hyping up this album since september i believe when she announced that she was dropping in november and i was like okay let me let me give it a chance when it drops right i never listened to summer walker uh i didn't i never, I never saw the hype in her so I'm, I'm gonna give it a quick chance right bro the first three songs fire bro first of all actually let's let's not even go through the album like this the best song in the album for me personally is no love with scissor bro this this song right here this song makes you feel attacked as a man and you didn't even do shit like london on the track fucked up with summer walker bro because what the fuck i didn't even do anything and i feel attacked on this album like what did i do bro me and my homies feel attacked <laughs> like what the fuck i didn't do anything she's talking about she bro the lyrics to the song the hook that shit that should be getting through me i'm like yo i didn't do anything she said hold on hold on where the lyrics at she said but if i had you back wait okay okay actually let me go through her first verse if i had you back i wouldn't have did all that i would have played it just how you wanted wanted to play it you didn't you didn't yet see my worth, so you try to play me, but I was so in love that I just got a little bit too complicated. But if I had you back, all I want to do is fuck, fuck, get drunk, get drunk, take drugs, take drugs, fuck love. All I want to do is fuck, fuck, get drunk. Oh, hop on planes, all lust. There will be no loving you. It would be no loving you. That is fucking wild. Chill dropping she was dropping that shit like yo and like she was saying that shit in harmony and you know sizzle was coming in like uh like on on top of her shit yo i really feel the attack i'm not even gonna lie and then she got um she had a song insane was fucking fire um toxic with little dirk like she brought little dirk into the mix Durko, remember dirk Durko on um Durko with um Nardwalk and you know want smoke with us? Nah, he said nope. I'm gonna jump. I'm gonna jump on this uh, R&B album and talk about how I'm, how niggas are toxic. That's tough. <laughs> That's tough, man. And then, bro, this was a this last song right here. This was a London on the track. This just track for real, for real. This was a London on the track. This track, bro, bro. Fourth baby mama, the prelude and the actual song. Oh yeah, she was ripping them apart ripping them apart i i couldn't i was like damn she really she really talking about this nigga she said i couldn't bro i could i listened to the whole album i was like damn there's gonna be a lot of sad women in the comments 
for some reason they're sad but i don't know why but i get it at the same time because Samba walker man she 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 did her shit on this album bro she really did can't even deny it but like i said i hope all my men are okay I hope you're not you know kicked out of the house just stay at your mama's house bro bring your ps5 or your xbox with you share or your pc or your switch whatever you got you know just go to your mama's house for the week you should be fine you know just chill get some food from her you know take care of your moms your pops uh just you know keep it keep it texting maybe facetime her if you want to but because you're not allowed at your house anymore bro you're not at least for the week you're not allowed at your house just wait until you know future drops something or like you know some toxic nigga drops something <laughs> and then you probably have your moment back but until then hey man it's whatever so the last thing i saw on twitter this week right the greatest cartoon of all time i saw some blasphemy from one of my friends talking about the greatest cartoon of all time well not blasphemy but first this girl said spongebob is trash spongebob is trash like what the spongebob the spongebob from like 2000 1999 all the way to like 2000 and like 2009 that 10 year run of spongebob is trash spongebob is like top three greatest cartoons of all time easily right so i saw that take and she said ed ed and eddie is better than spongebob and i was like ed ed and eddie what i mean ed ed and eddie's cool but like to say it's one of the greatest i i don't know i mean it, it's one of the greatest don't get me wrong but it's not like i wouldn't think ed ed and eddie's in my top 10 favorite top 10 best cartoons of all time but like i said you know i made my list of like the best cartoons i believe it's not a it's not a top 10 list it's not in order this is just what i wrote down i was like okay yeah this is probably the best the best cartoons i've seen and i definitely believe are the best for sure right so starting off number one on my list i got spongebob season one through seven season one through seven on spongebob goaded goaded episodes especially the good first three seasons before the movie came out goaded i don't care every episode hit with laughter you could not tell me anything different and spongebob one of the greatest because all the memes are from spongebob you know how many spongebob memes they've been are they've been for like the past what five years now since 2016 bro there's been spongebob memes every single year spongebob is one of the greatest and they still they still make me laugh like all those memes still make me laugh to this day because you know why spongebob was the greatest he's funny now i'm probably i'm probably squidward now in retrospect i'm not i'm not spongebob and patrick but i'm definitely squidward maybe a sandy but still that man that yellow sponge right there made us all laugh at some point in time and you can't deny that because that's facts unless you didn't watch it because your parents were lame <laughs> uh next i got proud family because i mean obviously proud family representation of black people cartoon showed real life lessons and everything funny at the same time too come on proud family with fire og teen titans shouldn't i really shouldn't have to explain that right samurai jack shouldn't really have to explain it young justice not the justice league but i mean justice league is also up there but young justice 
if you haven't watched Young Justice and you're into superheroes, especially DC superheroes, definitely watch Young Justice. Avatar: The Last Airbender, the literally the greatest cartoon of all time, greatest animation cartoon of all time, kids cartoon of all time. That is the goat right there. I remember watching the trailers as a kid for Avatar because it was like Avatar came out like 2005, so I was like seven maybe. I remember like. Nickelodeon was dropping it. They were like dropping trailers, like, yo, this new show is about to come out. You know, they'd be bending water, earth, fire, and air. And I was like, yo, this, this should kind of look fire. I ain't gonna lie. I'm like, I might check it out. And then I think when they premiered it, they dropped like the first two or three episodes. Bro, bro. I was like, oh yeah, this show is gonna be fire. I can't wait, bro. And honestly, if, I, if I'm being honest here, all the best shows are from the 2000s, not in the 90s. They're in the 2000s, bro. The best the best cartoons are all in the 2000s like no cap so next i got uh pokemon regular show both of those uh arthur you can't tell me not arthur at least the first five six seasons of arthur were pretty good i don't know i don't watch arthur anymore now but i'm pretty sure it's still should be still de decent right i remember I remember people had a problem with uh mr ratburn being gay or, or or was he bi no he was he, actually no he was gay he was gay and people were like angry about that on twitter i was like yo can my can my man not be gay like if he's gay he's gay like i don't see the, like I don't, I don't get the problem with people getting mad about him being gay like why why are you mad about somebody's sexuality bro that's weird like if they're gay let him be gay it's not a big deal if they want to be lesbian let them be lesbian if they're trans let them be trans it's not that deep it's not I don't care it doesn't affect me at, at all at all it doesn't affect anybody but yeah like i said arthur up there courage of Cow cowardly dog definitely up there ed and eddie is up there i did put that gravity falls gravity falls is a gem one of the greatest disney ch disney channel shows of all time i don't care what anybody says if you haven't watched gravity falls i want you to watch it and try to tell me it's not one of the greatest shows you ever watched as a for, as a like for a kid at least bro definitely definitely watch gravity falls kim possible shouldn't even debate that scooby dooby doo where are you the animated animated version yep definitely tom and jerry you know when you used to stay home from school or if you were up very early like me you know having having have to take the bus to school at like what five six a.m and then you're just watching tv with your breakfast tom and jerry beyond yeah it's a good show it's a funny funny right so yeah definitely up there hey arnold is definitely up there uh phineas and ferb i shouldn't even like have to explain why phineas and ferb is up there phineas ferb wow great show great show kind of it wasn't the best towards the end but it ended it ended in a good way so i, I fucked with phineas and ferb and then you got rugrats I feel like I feel like this is a solid list. I mean, let me know if I missed anything, but I think I think this is solid, solid for the most part. I don't I don't see why I don't see why anybody would debate this. Maybe if anything, people would add on to this list because I think that was 15 shows on there. I believe I added 15. Yeah, 15 shows. But yeah, the, those are those are all great shows. Uh, and then honestly, after after this, uh. The greatest cartoon of all time i started to think of like the greatest tv show 
kids sitcoms so like when you hear the list right so this list for me is kind of in order but it's not so like the first three are in order the first three are yeah the first three are in order the other ones i'm kind of i kind of just listed out but um i definitely have honorable mentions though i don't know if y'all remember the romeo show with little romeo right and his family you know master p and his um did he have his sister on the show or was that another played actor or actress my fault i think he had his sister on the show but yeah it was little romeo the white boy yo that show was fire that show was good uh, i think it only lasted like two seasons though i don't i don't even remember what happened in that show but like i remember just when it came on i like i just loved watching it but yeah and that and just jordan just jordan was a great show i love just jordan man with um what's this man he's on wild now now which like i found that out like two weeks like two weeks ago two months ago my fault two months ago i found that out that he was on ah uh, is it little jj or is it just jj now like yeah he's on he's on wild now he's um he's got with the the dreads and um he, he usually be wearing a beanie and and he him and bobby thompson always like going at it it's mad funny right but going off going off of the honorable mentions uh at the bottom i got naked brothers band if y'all remember the naked brothers band show bro those songs on naked brothers band hit crazy car um long distance relationships will kill you and the song will find us all eventually rosalina those songs were hitting as a kid bro those songs were fire so yeah definitely naked brothers ben um like i said like i said most of these are not in order i'll definitely put them in order if you wanted me to but you know barely had time hannah montana definitely up there hannah montana had great music great cat great cast honestly um just wait was it justin stewart justin stewart was the brother whatever his name was he was funny the brother was funny um rico was funny uh billy ray cyrus was funny miley did her thing emily osmond did her thing mitchell musso did his thing like bro that that was a great cast great great music everything shake it up zendaya's first uh real acting that i've seen her do um bella thorne they were they were great in that show wizards of waverly place um with um selena gomez you know we all had a crush on selena gomez tell me if i'm wrong zoe 101 even though i bashed it for like when i watched it as an older as an adult uh even stevens great show boy meets world great great show i definitely that's a show i definitely need to rewatch at some point i'll probably watch it i should probably watch it during christmas time i don't, I don't know i feel like i'll be free most of that time uh lizzie mcguire definitely with um with um fuck. uh hillary duff hillary duff yeah and she had that the lizzie mcguire movie still one of the great one of the best kids movies ever lizzie mcguire man nancy classified school survivor guide easily easily one of the best shows i think one of the most underrated shows too like we don't talk about that show enough that show helped a lot of us through middle school man just through life in general low-key that that show was perfect man perfect show for middle school i wish they made one for high school college shit even adult life and it's funny that the main character of netflix classified he wanted to make a show 
he wanted to make a show like um how i carly made a reboot he wanted to make a reboot of ned's classified on paramount for like adults so like he will teach you the life livelihood of like adults and like how to get through adult life how to do this i would have been like bro that's so fire but like they denied it for some reason i'm like bro why would you deny that that would have been a great show like bro you would have made so much money off of that show bro and you could have just added new character like yo like man i swear people be dumb bro anyway moving on we got sweet life on deck sweet life with zach and cody and sweet life on deck of course great shows great shows og degrassi with um uh, with drake as um uh, what was his name what was his name on degrassi i think it was jimmy jimmy yeah jimmy on the wheelchair yeah bro the way he got shot was so stupid but you know it, it, it is what it is but yeah that that's another show i gotta i gotta definitely rewatch degrassi degrassi is a great show i remember as a kid it was, it was always good it was just very dramatized from what i remember but it was always it was always good i liked it then you got victorious victorious is definitely great show um with uh, victoria justice um and the rest of those actors um i'm pretty sure uh andre from victorious he's a he's like a songwriter and i i'm pretty sure if correct me if i'm wrong i'm pretty sure he was on the um drake's last album he like he wrote or produced part of that album and i was like oh shit like yo that's dope and no one like talks about it like he he actually in my opinion i didn't think i didn't really think victoria justice really had a singing career out of her i don't, I don't know why they try to push her singing career as much i didn't i knew ariana grande was probably gonna be a star uh elizabeth giles maybe because she can sing but like i don't i don't know i didn't know about her but i thought ariana grande and um leon harris i thought they were both gonna be like stars especially leon harris like he actually has talent bro i'm like yo you should be making music you should be i should be buying your album right now i should be reviewing your album on my shit because he was playing piano he was playing guitar like he could sing he could dance i was like yo he funny like damn like this man's talented and we don't talk about him enough so definitely give him give him his flowers you know definitely give him flowers to him but going into my top three iCarly would be number three easily i mean do i have to explain why iCarly's top three iCarly's iCarly's so fucking iconic bro with uh miranda cosgrove Jeanette mccurdy and nathan Cress, and um oh, who plays spencer what's his name that plays spencer ah oh, i know his name jerry trainer jerry trainer i believe that's the name so yeah him too you know great cast funny moments great acting especially when they started as like kids and they grew into that I, lo I love i love shows like that where they just grow into their acting so yeah bye carly uh two i got for number two i got two tied this is like two a and two b i got keenan and kel and drake and josh because i feel like those two those two shows like made a blueprint for a lot of other shows like drake and josh there'll be, there'll be no r carly without drake and josh there would be no drake and josh without keenan and kel on it if we're being honest here so that that definitely has to be up there those are two both great great shows i gotta give them their praise and to me the best show of all time i'd probably well 
I also have this as 1A, 1B, all that, and then that's a Raven. Cause that's a Raven, easily the best Disney Channel show of all time. I can't, I don't think, I don't think there's anything up for debate about that. And then we got all that. All that is where a lot of people's Nickelodeon's career started, especially guys like Keaton and Kel. Like that's where their career started. I think Drake and Josh were on Keaton and Kel. I, I mean, not nah, Keaton and Kel. All that, or they were on the Amanda Show. One or the other. They were on, they were on one of them. But like I know I they definitely appeared on all that at least once or twice. And then I'm pretty sure Amanda Bynes was on there and then she had her own show. And then that and then, you know, Drake and Josh were on that show and then they made their own show. So like there's definitely a connection with all that for for like shows like Drake and Josh, iCarly. It all started with all that, man. That's all that's basically what I'm trying to say. But yeah, that is my list. I definitely should have put the Amanda show on, on my list somewhere. It'd probably be like four or five on that list. I don't know. I would have to think about it. But yeah, that's my list for both. Greatest cartoon of all time. Greatest kids show of all time. And that is the end of the podcast. Bro, we went 49, 50 minutes on this podcast. That is, that is a new record. I like that. But again, thank you guys for listening to Small Talk. I've been seeing the support. Make sure to follow Small Talk on social media, Instagram, as of right now. I should have my business email on there for Small Talk. I'm going to make that today. So when I drop the the episode Monday, well, obviously, you're going to listen to this on Monday. So when this episode drops, you should be able to see my business email. So if you want to be on the podcast or you're a sponsor, you want to you know, sponsor me and shit, like whatever, whatever. Anything business related to this podcast will be, you can just hit me up on that email or you can just hit me up on Instagram. Definitely be down to talk. But again, thank you. If you're a new listener, you know, subscribe, follow highest uh, rated on the podcast, whatnot, whatnot. And yeah, thank, thank you for listening. I'm going to see y'all in the next episode. Peace.